The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. I wanted to talk about something, and I don't know how many people will actually understand it. It's one thing to hear the information. It's another thing to fully absorb it and really realize what I'm saying. You can read something on the internet and it doesn't get you. It doesn't really hit home. And as a result, it's just information. You read about it. You move on with your life. But this, what I'm about to tell you guys, can be life-changing. It can literally change your life for the better. And that's why I'm saying it. It's important to think about it. Because what I'm going to tell you guys is going to sound very, very... For some people, it's going to sound very obvious and normal. They're going to be like, yeah, but this is normal, right? This is nothing special, right? But if you think about it and you absorb it completely and you really are aware of it, it can have a drastic impact in your life. And you might say like, yeah, belief system, okay, whatever. The thing is, your belief system is what defines almost all of your actions. It defines who you are. It defines what you do. It defines what you think, how you react, everything. Just like the software defines what a computer does. Now you might say like, okay, fine, that's good. The thing is though, it goes very far. For example, you go to your job, they put something on a bank, just digital information, and you work for that eight hours a day. The reason why you do that is because of your belief system. And what I mean with that is, if you would go and you would work, and after your work, you would get paper. You would go like, I want money. And if they give money to you, you go like, okay, thank you. But the thing is, it's a belief system. It's important to be aware of that because with paper, you can't do anything. Paper is useless. It's the value you give it to. And the value that you give to money or to anything is because of a belief system. And you might wonder, okay, whoopee-doo, is that the big revelation? What is so crazy about it? That the belief system is what defines almost every single of your actions in your lives. If I come to you and I point a gun at you and you scare off and you run away or you do whatever I tell you and then I say, oh, this is not a real gun, this is a toy gun, suddenly you act completely different. It's because of your belief system. It's very important to be aware of that because this is what I will use to make you guys aware how much control and power you guys have over yourself. Same for a lion. If you're behind a glass and you see a lion, you won't run away. Put someone from a village that is completely remote and put him in front of a zoo, they will run away because they don't even know glass. They see a lion. They say like, whoa, I got to defend myself. Same with going to a village that don't know money. If you go to them and say like, hey, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you do this, they will not even understand what you say because of the belief system. So now that that is out of the way, what is the point I'm trying to make? Your belief system that defines your actions, everything in your life, is not something that you choose. It's very important to be aware of. You grow up, you get conditioned by your environment, they shape your belief system, what you believe, 
even the way you are able to put those beliefs in words, language, everything is taught to you. And at one point, you start developing your own ideas and all that stuff, but you're still a slave, to put it that way, from your beliefs. And I don't even know if slave is the right word. Your beliefs is what defines everything, the way you look at the world, the way you act, or whatever. And the thing is, those beliefs don't have to be right. That's a very important thing to be aware. If I make you believe that this has value, but then you get the money and you go to a shop and they just laugh at you, you'd be like, fuck, I mean, everything I've built, everything I've thought was untrue. What? Same with, for example, trying to fit in. You go to school, you study, you do everything what people ask you. It's your belief. And then when you get to be graduated and try to find a job, every single a company asks for experience that nobody has learned you. And then you go like, but that goes against everything I believe. That goes against everything I was told. And that is the thing. It's not because it's a belief that therefore it is true. The way your brain works is depending on the environment and how you grew up, your entire uh, paradigm is defined by your environment. And your beliefs don't have to be accurate. So now you might tell me like, okay, what are you trying to say, Athene? You're going from all this. The thing is that we see how technology shapes our lives in a pace that has never been seen before in history of mankind. But before that, it was not technology. It was culture. It was language, our ability to write, our ability to read. So our evolution has gone to a very big lineup of different beliefs. And depending on our beliefs, we have become more effective and optimize ourselves as humans and as a race. And why this is so important is because the beliefs allow you to be more or less effective with your environment. And if the environment, which I would name reality, goes against your beliefs, then just like nature and survival of the fittest, it's the animals that are most fit to survive back in the days, hundreds of years ago and thousands of years ago. That's how nature does it, prevail and spread. And it's the ones that are less effective with reality that die out. And we're basically the product of adaptation of billions of years of evolution. And that has started to switch into beliefs. The difference between you, biologically, and a Homo sapien 200,000 years ago is almost, it's almost the same. The only thing that's different is the beliefs. And the beliefs have evolved through, through hundreds of thousands of years. And I keep repeating it because the beliefs is an essential instrument that allows you to define how effective you are with your environment and how much you can achieve in your lives. And you might still say like, yeah, but what is the point where you're trying to get at? When people grow up and don't know any better, when they get beliefs, they get emotionally attached to them. Because that's how our brain works. And as a result, they have a hard time taking distance of those beliefs. But if you use the belief and the knowledge, like as a result of the knowledge of how your brain works, and you start understanding that you have the ability to change that, the only thing you need to know and has to be really a core aspect of who you are is the insight and the belief 
that being emotionally invested in a belief makes you less effective at adopting your beliefs to be more efficient with your environment. And this is one of the most important insights that I can give you in your life. Because this really allows you, when you go through life, and you get confronted with something that is not in line with your beliefs, but it's reality, to adopt it and improve who you are. Just like a species that has gone through millions of years of evolution to be more adaptable to reality. Now we can just do that with a belief, with literally a switch in our head. We have the ability to make jumps of millions of years of evolution just by adapting our belief, being more efficient with our environment, with reality. And that is why if people are more aware of this, they become really in control of their actions, of who they are, what they stand for and everything else. And I can say this and just explain this, but you really have to meditate on it to be aware of it and really absorb it. Take distance from the emotional attachment you have on your beliefs. And by doing so, you will only become more adaptable, more efficient at growing as a person. It's a fundamental dynamic of humans. And running the software that allows you to be aware of that will drastically have an impact in your lives. This is one of the most important things I can tell you guys. I don't know how many people understood it. I don't know how many people might say like, yeah, that's interesting, but not really grasp it. But this is the holy grail of freedom. It puts you in a situation where you can literally let go ideas and beliefs and replace them with more efficient ones. And you're not emotionally attached. It's a very, very important insight. It's the most important insight that I can ever tell you guys, I think. Because without this, you literally lose the functionality to be able to grow as a person. Because if you're stuck in certain beliefs because you're emotionally attached to them, and you don't understand this basic principle, these basic dynamics, you're basically stuck for the rest of your life. So yeah, that's just what I wanted to say. I don't know how many people uh, really understand what I said and the consequences, if you really apply them to your lives, they are insane. There is no reason to be emotionally attached to your beliefs. There is none. It is a flawed paradigm to be like that. And because you've never learned to detach yourself from your beliefs, you literally don't run the belief system that allows you to change your own belief system. And without that software running on your PC, you cannot delete files. When you go to Windows and you right-click a file and you delete it, you find that normal, right? But if you don't have the functionality to delete files, your machine keeps clocking up with more and more bullshit. This ability allows you to replace your software. It's a very, very, very important insight. Luminity says, basically, it's like programming your own brain and updating your OS. Yes. Yes, indeed. This is the most important update that your OS can upgrade itself, your ability to upgrade itself. What's very fascinating, and that's something that I, I realized not so long even ago, is when I think about artificial intelligence, I think like, whoa, if one day... AI can improve itself, it would exponentially grow. But the funny thing is that we are also an intelligence that have the ability to upgrade ourselves through diet, through exercise, through knowledge, through insights, and yet we don't apply that insight to ourselves because we don't see ourselves as a machine that runs software and the machine can grow and improve. But once we have that insight and that information, 
it unlocks so much more. It unlocks so much more capacity and potential. Mr. Hedy, I wanted to answer your question about responsibility. It's not an easy question, but I want to say what is very important is not to judge other people saying like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. Responsibility is a very personal thing. Of course, when you think about laws and when you think about justice and when it becomes more political, you have to find a certain way of implying rules or whatever to create a certain level of stability. But when it comes down to responsibility, it's a very personal thing. And what I mean with that is you have direct impact to your own actions. And when you think about responsibility, it's in line with your own awareness, your level of awareness and the amount of dizziness you experience as a result of it. So if you feel like I'm responsible to do this or do that, all this sense of responsibility is actually an automatic result. It's almost like a chemical process that is taking place where you have two contradicting ideas in your head and one is causing dissonance and depending on how much dissonance it causes, it can override your other belief system leading you to take action and be more responsible. So the way I look at it is when I talk about things, I try to make people challenge their own beliefs and such. I'm not the kind of person coming and judging you guys because it has an opposite effect. So when you think about responsibility, you have to think about it in a responsible way. And if you point fingers, it actually has an opposite effect than trying to inspire people based on their true potential as they will more be stimulated to act that way rather than stigmatize people and make them identify with them being assholes and then being able to backwards rationalize, that's why I'm being an asshole. So it's a very sensitive thing to talk about because I could yell out loud on the street that people are irresponsible, but it wouldn't achieve anything. So when you think about the concept of responsibility, the best way to deal with it is to use it on a personal level. And it's always in line with the knowledge you have and the level of awareness you have. And depending on that, your responsibility will automatically translate to the level of dissonance you experience based on the behavior if it's not in line with your thoughts. And therefore, of course, it depends from person to person what they think. But I would say if you know that you can do better and you don't do it, you will experience dissonance. And that dissonance, depending on how high it is, will cause you to change your actions. There you go. That's my answer to your question. It's a more practical answer rather than a philosophical one. Zuli says, every time I get inspired by someone or something, I get comfortable the day after. What should I do to stay consistent? Well, it's normal because when you get inspired, it's because of the neural activity in your brain and your brain neural activity shifts all the time. So it's normal that the moment you're inspired, it fades away and the next day you're more in the parts of your brain that where the neural pathways are stronger and you will just fall back to your previous state. And the best way to change that is by being aware of it and by refreshing. Let's say God is in the neurons inspires you. Just watch it every day to get back in that vibe and by doing so, it will strengthen those neural pathways and you will change over time and become more and become different. It's a normal thing. Fernandi says, Athena, I want to learn how to convince people, how to argue with the best argument at hand. Where should I start? Do you have any advice? I have really good advice. Don't argue people. Don't try to convince them. Saves you a lot of hassle. It's not about the arguments, bro. You really think that people listen to your fucking arguments? You really think if arguments would matter, that the world would look like it is now? People are emotional and impulsive. The best thing you can do is shut the fuck up. 
Whenever I talk to my parents about something, my arguments are much better and much more rational because of the real talks, but they just get angry. Do you experience that too? Well, if you really listen to the real talk, you don't argue with your parents, bro. It's literally a waste of time. Don't argue with your parents, bro. They get angry, of course. You think they're going to listen to you? Very unlikely. If you have parents that listen to your argument, you're very lucky. You're the 1% then. It's very unlikely. When you challenge people's beliefs, the reptilian part of the brain takes over and they become defensive and aggressive. It's just how the brain works. So if you understand that, why would you even argue with people? Don't waste your time. What I think is very important for people to be aware of, by the way, I want to learn. I have a mindset where I want to learn. I want to grow and I want to learn. And the more I learn, the more knowledge I gather, the better I can go about it in my life. So if I have a discussion with someone, and that's something that people should be very aware of. If I have a talk with someone, my goal is not to win. My goal is not to win the argument. Because the one that wins the argument, most of the time, is the one that loses because the other person, this is in an optimal situation, the other person would have learned something, while the one that won the argument haven't learned anything, or less likely to have learned something. So if I want to talk to people, I don't have the mindset of, yeah, I'm going to win. That kind of ego view on things is what limits you so much. It might give you instant gratification at the moment that you want to debate, but throughout life, it inhibits you so much to grow as a person. And the thing is, if you have that mindset where you go in debates, not because you want to win, but because you want to learn, that is the moment that you will grow as a person and at a certain point reach a level where you win almost all debates. Because you learn and you adopt the arguments that are the strongest. And that is why I can tell you guys that in 1 in 10,000 debates, I will lose. Something like that. If I go into the debate with the information that I have and that information is not inaccurate because, I don't know, the website was lie or whatever. Because the only thing I do is just putting my sources. <clears throat> if my sources are wrong, yeah, that's a different story. But when it comes to that, 1 in 10,000 or something. Because I know a lot of people when they see like go like, yeah, 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 yeah. I see a lot of ego dynamics in the chat, like, yeah, man, you're full of shit, or this, or your fallacy, or that. My logic is rarely flawed, because I'm a very logical person. My sources might be flawed, but my logic, no fucking way. One plus one is two. It's pretty easy. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.